This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios. House spelt the German way. Kids, you tried your best and you failed miserably. The lesson is never try. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. And that quote, of course, is from the episode we are talking about today, which is titled Burns' Air. And that was by Homer Simpson, one of the characters on the television program The Simpsons. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. My name is Alan. And I'm Greg. And we are here once again in Boathouse Studios to talk about The Simpsons, which is a television show. What? Heard of it? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you're the wrong co-host then. I'm baffled by this. What have we been doing? I just woke <laughs> up from like a three-year coma. I don't know if it's just because I've been watching a lot of The Office lately, but you really reminded me of James Spader there. <laughs> I am baffled by this. Uh, that's an interesting character to reference from The Office. <laughs> yeah, from the, the poor seasons. Yeah, the one that he was there for two seasons? No, just the one. Just the one? Yeah, just season eight. Wow, he came in when it got real good. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right after Michael left. Yeah, save, save room for Jimmy. <laughs> Speaking of... Jimmy. We have a guest today. Not really. It's our friend and our co-host from our other podcast, James Wade. Hi. Hi, guys. Welcome. Yeah, I figured I'd just you know let him let him speak right Take away. Take the muzzle off. Yeah, because it's like you know he's here. He's this is nothing new to him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't speak unless spoken to. No, yeah, yeah. we definitely have you on too much. So uh... <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I tried five other people no, before uh, him. No, I figured you would have. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I just make you feel so valued. Yeah, it's a very warm environment. <laughs> You're an important part of the team. Listen, there's only so many people that can do things last minute. One of them is the unemployed. So anyway. That's a good point. Speaking mm, of, yeah. James, how have you been? Oh, very unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> How's that master's degree working out for you? Oh, boy. Oh. This is another episode of Gang Up on Our Guest. <laughs> I'm basking in prestige and <laughs> negative amounts of money. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I have so much clout and debt all at the same time. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. I really am. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. You got to meet new and interesting people and pay them back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you talking about loan sharks? What yep. You okay. That's exactly oh, what I understand. Yeah. 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 I'm learning a lot about sports right now, you know, because hmm. I'm becoming a gambling junkie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to make money. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's or what my loan shark tells way, me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or get killed. Uh, so, <laughs> this is a show about The Simpsons. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a good start. Um, uh, how have you guys been? For reals, though. James is unemployed, so he's, yep, he's happy that. all the time. We know that. <laughs> and uh, how have you been? Been great. Yeah. Nothing really interesting happening, but been, uh, you know, living the dream. Sure. Mm. Right. How about you? I'm moving to Banff. For how long? For a while. Forever? No. Oh. But for a while. Okay. How are we going to podcast? That's a good that's a good question. Um 
I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> What's what the deal? To, what are you moving to Bam for? I got a, I got a part. A part. Yes, a role. Oh. If you will. Uh, I will. In a um in a couple of shows that are out there that nice. are being performed over the summer. So Is I'll be the, there uh, where, where's that at? The Lux Theater. Okay. It's their inaugural oh, yeah. season. Oh. Is it because they have uh, a movie theater called the Lux? Mm, yeah, it's it's there. Oh, oh it's, it's like in that space. They can trans they can transition Turn into a stage. Oh, yeah, like the Empress. Fun. That's but cool. Only. What are the shows? Um, you know, I don't know their names yet because they're okay. still in development. Oh, okay, yeah. interesting. Um, hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure. This isn't some kind of pyramid scheme. <laughs> no, I'm sure I have do. An they need someone there. to write to... one. No, oh. they, they've already gotten them written. They're, oh. they're, they've got them like in development, right? And, okay. And writing them. James, so. James is a writer. They've already hired their writer, and I don't think I could get you a job. Okay. Um, Thanks for trying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I didn't. That trying, really. yeah. yeah, I really didn't. It didn't even cross my mind. Uh, <laughs> if I'm being perfectly candid with you, <laughs> why the hell not? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to be out in... Bam. That's great. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you very much. Is that Thank for the you. summer? Or? Yeah, that's yeah. that summer. It's uh, starting in June, ending in September. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, we have to at least try and finish season five. Well, we'll that. definitely finish season five before Better. we before, before that, that date hits. And I doubt we'll be completely podcastless throughout the summer because, I mean, I'll be coming back. Okay. I, I do have a life here, too. Mm. I, Call I, that a life. I do. It's a good one. <laughs> As far as lives go, All right. mm-hmm. I would say it's up there. So um, I will be back and we'll podcast then. Or we can just Skype. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I'm that, here. Yeah, and that'll work. <laughs> so that's how I've been. Great. Pretty big news coming from old Grego today. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Definitely wanted to spring it to you on the podcast. Um, get some genuine reactions. Oh, good, yeah. Yeah. It was real nice. I like how you do it was that. Shocking. Yeah, it was real nice. I'm uh, I'm really excited. One of them's gonna be like a little bear puppet show. Ooh. Like one of them's like a either little like a little bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His little little puppet. Yeah. And he gets separated from his family. Oh. Yeah. oh boy. And he has to go like across Canada, and he meets up with like other woodland critter friends. Oh. And they like sing and and try and help him out on his way to find his family. Does hmm. he find the family? I, Wait, don't I, tell me. Well, it's in development, so I don't know. They I don't probably don't have an ending yet. Right. Uh, and, uh, and it turns out that's the bear that is in the Revenant, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah, we, I was wondering never... when I'd see that bear again. <laughs> I thought he was story. so good. Yeah, I really wanted to know where he came from the and bear what prequel. makes him tick. Yeah, it's the bear prequel. <coughs> it's a Canadian bear. Everything needs an origin story these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's two others, and since they're not done, I don't know if I'm allowed to say what they're about yet. Well, then let's wait. Then let's talk about some Simpsons. Okay, Great. we have uh, we have some mail to talk about first. Oh yeah, mailbag. So uh, yeah, we that's got that's more on on track. Yeah, let's get on track here. We got a message from Samuel. Hi, uh, Samuel. Ha- <laughs> sounded very aggressive. Uh, so he's been listening to us for a few months, and he decided to write in. He has a question to talk about. Okay. So uh, after watching Camp Crustier, yeah. which did we talk about it last time? Yeah, briefly. Yeah. So there was a sequel to Camp Krusty in the recent season of The Simpsons oh. called Camp Krustier. Oh. And it basically takes place immediately after they get back from their Camp Krusty experience. I, what? Yeah. That's confounding. They're, they're, I mean, they've, they've always messed around with time, but in this case, they're specifically 
like putting it back in that timeline, I guess. It's weird. Anyway, um, so after watching Camp Crush here uh, <laughs> and having known the show is out of ideas for a while, got me wondering, would you be interested in seeing an episode that uncovers some of the context around a classic Simpsons episode? So imagine seeing it in the quality of the Golden Years episodes. Uh, or seeing part of a classic episode story that is omitted but assumed to have happened. Uh, if so, which episode? So basically the, the, the question is, in the spirit of Camp Crustier, mm-hmm. is there an episode, like a classic episode, that you would want to see maybe a quote-unquote sequel of in you the style? You only move twice. Uh, you only move twice? Yeah. yeah that's 100%. Good, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I would love to see... <laughs> More Han- Hank Scorpio, uh, yeah, a Golden yeah. Age uh, quality Hank Scorpio episode again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be great. Because they sort yeah. of did... Uh, a bunch of episodes of Herb, right? Like they could bring yeah, Hank they brought back Herb, they, similar they brought Herb back ones. Um, and he also appears in an answering machine in later seasons. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, <laughs> Herb is f- mostly forgotten about. Yeah, which is a damn shame. Yeah, mm-hmm. considering they like made like uh, made up in the his last yeah. appearance, right? Yeah. So like theoretically, they you think they'd be in each other's lives since they're brothers, but yeah. nope. Maybe just because Danny DeVito's too busy. He's oh, not. yeah. Uh, <laughs> too busy to come in for an hour. Because it's do always a, sunny. He's not too busy. Voice recording. He just, he just plays himself now. Yeah. That show is crazy, man. I love that show. It's nuts. Have you seen the last season? <laughs> I have. Yeah. It was great. It's so good. Yeah. It was so funny. It just, it's a show where the creators obviously are like, Fuck it. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. They really do. Yeah. They really go for it this yeah. last season. And it's like, uh, it, it honestly was kind of like Community, where it was like, what concept are they going to do this time? Yeah. That sort of idea, right? Yeah. Only this one didn't have, like only this show, Always Sunday doesn't have anything to hold it back, like, you know, relationships or overarching plot. Or people leaving the show. Or people leaving the show. Yeah. Because they're not going to... No one's ever going to leave that show. Uh, It's always sunny? Yeah. There's talk that uh, Dennis is... uh, This is his last season. Yeah, I heard that too. For real? And he walked out at the end of the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think they set it up because they weren't sure if he was going to come back. Uh, So they have like an easy out if he doesn't. Shit. Yeah. It'd be interesting without him. Why would he do that to those guys? I don't know. Well, I don't know. He's put in some time. It's what season eleven now. Twelve. Yeah, like just just finished. They're fine. They don't need to do more. (laughs) I know they don't, but I mean, like the three of them started this together. It only seems like they should end it together, or just not do it at all if the three of them can't do it. I suppose, but I mean, it gets to that point where you're like, "Hey, I would like to move on," and the other people are like, "We don't." Isn't it more amicable if you? Say okay, well, my character will be written on the show. You guys can continue, and like you have my blessing. Yes, it is, but like I'm just saying, in an ideal world where everything is puppy dogs and rainbows. <laughs> what do you mean three of them? There's like five essential characters in that show. Charlie, Charlie Day, Rob McElhenney, and uh, Glenn Howerton created and write most of it. Oh, I understand what yeah. you mean. Yeah, the creative team. Yeah, and there was also someone like Caitlin Olson's character is based on their fourth creator, but she was cut out of the show before they started filming. Oh, really? Yeah. She was dating uh, the guy who plays Dennis. Oh. Uh, Weird. Oh, I and, didn't even know that. And they broke up right before the show started, and the three of them, like, cut her out <laughs> <laughs> and ah. hired someone to, like, play her. And then Max started dating her, and now they're married. And they have a, pu- they have a baby. Yeah. Yeah. They do. It's cute. Congratulations. 
Simpsons, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was a spinoff. From... Not that I don't enjoy talking always, It's Always Sunny. Because, yeah. like, ever since that day where I was like, I don't know if I would like that show. <laughs> and you guys were like, watch the High School Reunion episode. <laughs> and then we just watched it right there. Oh, yeah. I was like, I need to watch more of this. And I live with Grayson, and, and he's, like, a huge Always yeah. Sunny fan. Yeah. So I kind of fell down that well. Mm-hmm. Hard. You're welcome. Yeah. I, yeah, thank you. <laughs> That's where I was going. Thank you yeah. so much. Um. But yeah, you only move twice to get back on track. That's mm-hmm. that's a great uh, example of one. Uh, I'm trying to think of other like because it's hard it's hard to do a sequel of an episode that takes place in Springfield, right? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. arguably that's just more stuff with that character. Um, I want to hear what James has to say about this. <laughs> about uh, a sequel? A sequel yeah, episode. a sequel to a classic yeah. episode. If you can. Uh, I'm really on board with the only move twice. Yeah, but that was my idea. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, I don't know. What's another episode I like? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's why I'm asking you. The one with the fireworks factory? What about like a... <laughs> I was actually thinking that one. Uh, so good job. Uh, Which one is that? Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie. Oh. Yeah. Um, I was thinking it in a way where let's see Roy again. Mm-hmm. Yo, oh. yo. Yo, yo, what's up, Mr. Mr. S? S. <laughs> right? And uh, I want to wanna see what's up with, uh, what's, what's up with Roy, because mm-hmm. they said they'd see him in a few years. That's true. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, hi, Roy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I also think, um, uh, oh, uh, the monorail episode. Like, see what, like, Lyle Landley is up to. Like, Isn't he dead? N- well, <laughs> I guess... I mean, probably. It's but possible. <laughs> the the people stormed the plane. And, Heavily implied. Yeah. But uh, but it's possible that he's not, right? Yeah. Like, it's not a Frank Grimes situation where he's definitely dead. Oh, yeah. Let's see a sequel to that. They did it. I know. Oh. Would I... R- and they also mixed it with a Sideshow Bob episode. That's right. Mm. And it's garbage. it's garbage. What I really don't want to see is a prequel slash alternate timeline version of a classic episode. Hmm. Oh, like God. Like, seeing it from another perspective... Or something. Right. And like, that, I mean, they've kind of toyed with that in a way with some of their flashback episodes in recent years um, where they have like, di- like Mar- uh, Margin Homer met at summer camp. They have, oh, like, my. They have a whole bunch of stuff. God, where they, like, that makes mess me want to know. Yeah. It's really, we've talked about it before, the grunge episode is uh-huh. one of my most hated episodes of all television yeah. um, where Homer invents grunge music. Oh, no. Sadgasm. Yeah. yeah. Well, it must have been like ten years since I've seen a new episode. It's been a long you're time. You're lucky. Yeah, you're yeah. you're one of the lucky ones. Yeah. Um, Are you still on your crusade to watch them all? No, I gave up on that in season twenty-five. <laughs> you're so close, though. I, well, I'm not because it keeps moving away from me. Well, what I mean, it? like there are twenty-eight now. Yeah, wow. only, I was so only... close when I ended it. I only had one season left. Yeah, and now then you're I only stopped. three seasons behind. But I mean, at think this about point, it. You could actually start watching them live. I would never. I would <laughs> never want to do that. That's the thing. And then I, I would rather just hope that they end in season thirty, which is the next logical end point. It is <laughs> because why not make it a round number if you're no gonna one keep will going ever forever. get there. Yeah. <laughs> if your goal is to set a record. Yeah. And then, so once they end it, then I can continue my crusade, and because I'm a completionist, wow. and I can say I've watched them all. But I'm gonna wait because if they go past season thirty, then it's just uh, eventually it'll get away from me to the point where I don't want, I don't want it. Yeah, yeah, it's too much. Be an adult, too much like, sadness. Like an adult that could have kids. Like I'll be like seventy in a old folks' home or something, and be like, oh, I need my Simpson stories, season oh. seventy three, <laughs> with the third cast. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, 
Um, that was that was from Samuel. Thanks for the question. Um, sorry to put us down in a dark path. Um, but uh, we also have a quick uh, error or omission. Okay. Uh, this is actually from our last episode, the Bart Gets an Elephant. Um, Bart was cleaning the house and listening to that song. Uh, I can't remember what it's called even right now. Uh, 16 Tons. Yeah. Right? And uh, he says, Amen, Ernie. Ernie? Yeah. And we were talking about, like, why does he say that? Uh, so this, so he was not listening to the version of 16 Tons recorded by Merle Travis, but to the more famous cover sung by Tennessee Ernie Ford. I'm not saying you need to read the whole Wikipedia article, but it was like just the third paragraph down. Damn your feeble brain. That was... You didn't need to read the rest of that. No, I wanted to. It was funny. Uh, That was from Matthew. I didn't think that was funny. Okay, well... (laughs) You know what I love about you guys? Is that you love your listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Who loves... We really do. Who loves their listeners? (laughs) He might. All right. (laughs) I think that's been well established. Greg detests uh, people, so... (laughs) You're a grouch, Oscar. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna make a short film and submit it for the Grouch. <laughs> for the Grouch. The Grouch. Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. To his film festival. Yeah. He does it biannually. He lives in a freaking trash can. <laughs> <laughs> Holds it out of a dumpster. Burns his air though. Uh should we should we get into the episode? Uh, or or did I we mean, want I mean I think that's it for me. Yeah, okay. For uh, uh mailbag. So yeah, okay. Burns is there. Uh this is the <coughs> sorry, this is the seventeenth eighteenth. Eighteenth, god damn it. My thing doesn't have the numbers in a nice place. The eighteenth episode of the f- of the fifth season. Thank you. Yeah. And this was directed by Mark Kirkland, written by Jace Richdale. And uh, original air date, April 14th, 1994. All right. And uh, Mr. Burns has a near-death experience and tries to find an heir to inherit his wealth after he dies. And that's Bart. (laughs) And it's Bart. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah. Yeah. It was Bart. Yeah. Hijinks ensue. Uh, Many of them. I laughed a lot in this episode. Wow. This is a. Uh, did not a, remember how funny this one was. This is a laugh riot. Yeah. That's what I would call it. This episode was good. <laughs> I don't think I laughed. This episode was good. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> what? Why, why are you looking at me? We're on a podcast. I don't need to talk. <laughs> the I listener, I, I looked at James to get his reaction, and he, he had so much fear in his eyes. <laughs> Well, I, I always fear the moment when I like have a different reaction than when, the host. When you have to say something, <laughs> you fear it when you have to speak into the microphone. Always. <laughs> I was just hoping to make you it. Really, on the... shouldn't have him on this. <laughs> he's he's terrified of microphones. I keep telling you that. <laughs> I was really just hoping to be on the barley buds with no <laughs> microphones involved. <laughs> So you wanted to go get drunk. That's, yeah. Okay. You just, is that what you thought this was? Did you just tell him we were getting drunk? <laughs> no, I said, be, let's, do you want a podcast? He might, in his brain, think that means go get drunk, because, I mean, I guess that's a thing some people would do, maybe. Fair enough. Like well, safety meetings, people do things I like hear that. you're we're, going to be on the next episode of Cocktails, so... Uh, oh, is that 
Yeah, I so, am going to be on that. So you will be getting drunk when you do that. Yeah, I have the book on hold from the library. Good. It's coming in. Right. Uh, it always trips me up, Alan, when you say, we're going to go talking to the speak whistles. And I think like, oh, maybe you mean steam whistles. <laughs> speak <laughs> whistles? <laughs> and I'm going to drink some. Oh, my God. Anyway, I, think I didn't... You're uh, so <laughs> you think you're so funny. You think you're so funny. I just knew I could make Alan laugh. Well, <laughs> speak whistles. What's funny is you had a joke right there with speakeasy. Oh. We're going to talk into the speakeasies. Because <laughs> that's, that's a logical yeah, nickname and, uh, for a I microphone. Can, I can see the jumping off point yeah, there. Yeah, and speakeasy, if for those that maybe aren't aware, Whiff. 20s, you know, illegal hooch they zones. Know. I know. That's well, we, now we've them. workshopped it for our yeah. upcoming bit. There we go. <laughs> Draft printed. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. I didn't, I don't think I, think I laughed a lot at the main plot line here, sure. mm-hmm. but I laughed a lot at the just really weird tangents. S- tangents. Or, yeah. Stuff around the edges was weirder than usual, I think. I find that a lot with uh, some of the Golden Age stuff for me. Yeah, a lot of the plot isn't kind of funny, hitting home. But it's like the stuff around it is often what. Not necessarily uh, the only funny stuff, but the stuff that makes me laugh the most is the stuff that's just like, like what? Like just really bizarre. Yeah. That yeah. when you think about, it, is just weird. The Orange Julius gag was yeah. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I that's think like so, I, I honestly think like a lot of these episodes are like twelve pages long when the first draft gets handed in. Yeah, because mm. like so many of the so many of the the, the, the laughs just feel like. Oh, this would be a good place for this. Mm-hmm. Yep. This would be a great place for this. This, 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 and this. <laughs> pile it on, pile it on, pile it on. Right? I can see the Orange Julius gag being a table read edition by Hank, uh, but sorry, by Harry Shearer. <laughs> because, I mean, we know that uh, uh, Phil Hartman likes to improvise a lot. So, sure. like, and Harry Shearer <laughs> does as well. Yeah. Uh, so, it wouldn't surprise me if, like, they know this is in a mall. And the scene is happening, and Harry Shear just like pipes in, like as a joke, like "Excuse me, is there an Orange Julius around here?" <laughs> and then, and then they just roll with it, and they're like, "That's great. Well, let's put it in the episode. Let's record it." I'll tell you this one: it's almost full. <laughs> it's almost full. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just drink out of a toilet. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be back. <laughs> I love whenever they show a shot, a wide shot of the mall, mm-hmm. because there's always new signs, yeah, yeah, oh, different yeah. stores, yeah. and like they just go so fast, but. They're always really funny. There were a bunch <laughs> of stop the tape jokes yeah. in this one. Um, like the the auditions, uh, auditions to be held in something theater, all others go to hell, <laughs> right? I like the ice cream place called the Crematorium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You mentioned that. <laughs> I thought it would actually be a crematorium, <laughs> but they spelt it cream. Like, yeah. yeah, like ice cream. Like ice cream. Oh, I get it. Yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me if Springfield had a mall crematorium. It could be both. It could be like an ice cream parlor crematorium combo. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing helps the bereaved like cold bring in Bring in your dead family member and get a cone on us. It's a terrible Terrible coupon in the. I don't think it is shopper. actually. <laughs> that, uh, you don't think that would make money in Springfield? Mm, yeah, you're right. Well, it does seem like every time we cut to that mall, there are new businesses it's, in it. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> Good last point. Long. Yeah, they definitely. Don't. Lionel Hutz never goes anywhere though. No, he's fine. <laughs> 
Well, it started as I can't believe it's a law firm, mm-hmm. and now <laughs> it's law office and shoe repair. Mm-hmm. Right. So he had to diversify. Yeah. Mm. At the very least, he babysits sometimes. That's right. That's right. Sometimes he's had a secretary, right? Yeah. I don't. I don't no. recall one. No. Okay. No, I think it's always just been. I can't believe it's a law firm. You know, I can't even remember at this point. It's fine. It's <laughs> been. It's been too long. We've been doing this for too long. <laughs> it's all a mesh. Yeah. A meld in my head. Yeah. Um. But essentially, the episode begins with uh, the power plant and Homer winning an award. What did he win? Industrial chimney sweep for a day. The employee raffle, yeah. Um, and Mr. Burns, of course, this is like a last exit to Springfield thing where it's like, yeah. there's nobody that evil, right? <laughs> and zooms out and he's like, ah, ha, ha. Yeah. he's the actual cartoon villain, right? And he's even got like that that top hat on <laughs> in this one. He's smoking a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> in like extra a, fancy potato chips. Extra fancy in a, like a golden bathtub. Mm-hmm. And Careful, those sponges have edges, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> sponges have corners and... Um, he puts a he puts a sponge on his hat and it sinks. Yeah, and it sinks. And uh, Mr. Burns then has his life flash before his eyes because he's drowning, and um, they're all just ridiculous jokes that I'm sure they've had on hold for a little while to be like these are funny Mr. There's Burns, Burns ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Mike, so none of them are important life moments. No, no. Actually, these are just the the Harvard writers really doing their old timey shtick. Yeah, I those think. Harvard eggheads. Yeah. <laughs> How old is he? <laughs> That whole thing. He yeah. used to shoot people's feet, but it took him a long time to reload because guns were like that a long time ago. Yep. It was like a flintlock, but it is what they're called. Flintlock. Thank flintlock. you, Greg. Flintlock. Yeah. You're always good for uh, like military history and violence. Well, that's just basic knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> Someone tries to give you a compliment, and you're like, no, everyone should know what I know, idiot. I don't know. I'm just salty today. <laughs> I was dealing with children, and I had to have like some sort of a patient face on. Uh, and so like it's all coming off now. Yeah, that don't make anyone cranky. Yeah, I feel children. like we've roused you from hibernation. I was definitely napping before you got here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. On the couch. Which was really nice. <laughs> I'll be perfectly honest. <clears throat> Took a lot out of me today, <laughs> and I just really needed to get some sleep. But this podcast ranks below the nap for <laughs> Greg <laughs> on things I did today. Yeah, yeah. So far, let's so try far. and change that. Oh, yeah. yeah, we have a we have a chance. I mean, I mean, if you had a different guest, it might be different. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm kidding. You guys are going to pay me, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Just, soon wait, as our, just through that door. As soon as our Patreon account starts generating some income. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm a livid joke. <laughs> uh, speaking of a livid joke, Abe Simpson gets some great moments in this episode. He does, yeah. Uh, the one that I can think. Yeah, think but of. Um, but we'll get to that. Burns decides to. Um, he dis- realizes he's going to die. Yeah, for the f- apparently very first time in his like hundred and some year existence. Yeah. Um, well, he's 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 living large. He's you know waited on hand and foot. It's not surprising that he thinks he's invincible at this point. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just in this near death experience that he realizes that uh, nope, I am mortal, and uh, no one in, have no one in my life to pass on my legacy. Not even Smithers. No, he's going to be buried alive with him. Yeah. 
I love that little replica they have of him <laughs> in his coffin. Yeah. Like, he he has the wherewithal to know that Smithers would be terrified and screaming. <laughs> and he gets someone to do to, it. To make a little mock-up of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just to drive home the fact. Because he definitely didn't do that. <laughs> of right? He not. got someone he to make how. it. Yeah. Which Hired is, a designer. Yeah. yeah. So funny. Can you whittle this for me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it might even be molded out of plastic, in which case he may have had to order a lot. <laughs> Need to buy in bulk. Yeah. Um, so they he he decides to have auditions for for who could basically take over his vast fortunes. Vast. Uh, and who does he have? Milhouse, Nelson, uh, Martin, Lisa, and Lisa, almost Lisa, kind of, and uh, Bart. Essentially, which that's is, all we see, of course. Yeah, 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 you can yeah. you can argue there's many more, but yeah, we don't need to see that. But charade. like, obviously not Millhouse because his name's Millhouse. Um, <laughs> obviously not Martin because he's the worst. <laughs> he's the worst, worst, worst. I clang 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 with yeah, the trolley. Like, like, how did you think that was a good idea? He's a showman. <laughs> what, what, what can you say? How did he think that would work, though? It's so it's, He saw Audition, stupid. and he thought, oh, I got to do a song. I got to do a... Hmm? Is that a movie? Audition? Uh, yes, that but that's like, not relevant. But I mean, is it a movie? There's a movie called Audition. Yeah? You it's said like a, it's like he a saw film. Audition. He, oh, oh, he, he saw, saw the word audition. He saw, saw the word yeah. audition. Sorry, yeah. I thought he was like, he saw the movie he audition. He saw the movie audition. The horror film. The horror, yeah, the film. horror film. Is that the one with the like, razor blade on the eye? Uh, is that no, a different one? that's a different one. Oh, that's, that's like Le Chien en Belou or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Wow, yeah, that was way off from audition. I don't know. It's, it's a French it's title. Like a, it's like a Japanese horror film, I want to say. Audition. Yeah, no, I think you're right. There, but there's something oh, about, man. maybe it's a piano wire or something. There's something about like oh, some man. some famous like dismemberment or something. Anyway. There is, yeah. 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 But that's not that's not what I meant. Uh, I meant he saw the word audition. Yeah, and decided. And assumed it was, yeah. You know, it's funny that Martin was so reviled by uh, Mr. Burns because he really sort of resembled a young Mr. Burns when he had like golden locks and a big lollipop. That's true, yeah. But I think you could also argue that Burns despises that old self. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, aside from the fact that he can cripple Irishmen, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but he like you know the Rosebud episode shows us how he used to be a normal kid who was happy, and then the millionaire took him away, and he instantly became the Burns we know, and he's much more cold and hate hatred of fun. Has hatred of fun, so he likes. Unless he likes hurting someone else, he likes Nelsons more than he likes yeah. Martins. Yeah, um, which is always weird to me that he like seemed to really like Nelson. He like gave him a bonus point and all this stuff, and then at the end he's like, "Oh, you're all terrible." It's like, what yeah. about Nelson? You said he was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little, little bit but of. He said, "Put him on the callback list." I assume no one else was on the callback list, so by default, Nelson should win. And then he chooses Bart for destruction of property, which is really which is just the Nelson's same criteria. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but little, he's really good at it, and he's creative about it. Yeah, I suppose. Right. He's especially resentful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a being of pure malevolence. Yeah. <laughs> he likes Nelson's energy, but. Yeah. He likes Bart's creativity, yeah. putting and that energy into a creative... And uh, Bart outlet. threw a really accurate rock <laughs> yeah, he did. at uh, Smithers. Right at Smithers' head. Or a petrified bird, if you will. <laughs> Smithers got hurt so much in this episode. Yeah, love it. he did. <laughs> oh, it was great. Something about the way Smithers makes sounds when he oh. gets hurt. Oh. 
<laughs> makes me laugh all the time. <laughs> <laughs> or like when he's eating the, uh, in a later episode, the secret, uh, class struggle, where he's eating the pickled figs. <laughs> and Mr. Brindley's like, oh, I made this cake for Homer. I pickled the figs myself. Yeah. And Smithers <laughs> takes a bite, and he's like, hmm. <laughs> 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 Why does he do what he does? <laughs> I don't I find know. It very funny. Why he does what he do? <laughs> but yeah, uh, Bart's audition goes poorly at first, but then he does this destruction, and Burns chooses him. And uh, at first, it's just you know, oh, sign this thing, and once I die, you'll get all my money. Um, but eventually, he, you know, he goes to visit him, and he starts to develop a liking of the uh, Mister Burns lifestyle, as it were. So when he's back at home and, you know, not able to throw peas at his sister and stuff like that, he decides to go live with Mr. Burns permanently. Can we address the weird scene where uh, the two of them overlook people through video screens? From that movie Sliver? (laughs) What a delightful romp. Yeah, Sliver. (laughs) What is that? It's a uh, William Baldwin and Sharon Stone erotica film. Oh, yeah, from the early 90s. I really wanted to know that exactly. Yeah, right? and it's um it's about it's that. Right. This, they look at this, people through this um this surveillance or whatever. I guess this like I think it's like this landlord or something. This building manager yeah. um has a has cameras in every single room of this huge apartment building and like Sharon Stone finds it and like they're super into it. Oh. And so they bang a lot. <laughs> wow, I might be getting this wrong. It's no, sounds right. I haven't actually movie. seen the whole movie. <laughs> oh, just certain scenes. Just certain scenes. I understand. Uh, <laughs> and we find out such illicit things as Moe's life is a train wreck, as we already knew. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was an antique. Crap. <laughs> oh, you earned that definitely. And that Homer eats, eats flowers. <laughs> Hence the trip to Holland. Mysterious trip to Holland, yeah. Uh, <laughs> such a weird, weird small detail added to Homer's yeah. character that I don't believe is ever brought up again in the series. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, no. I mean, I guess you could argue that Bart bringing it up means he, you know, quit hmm. cold turkey, mm-hmm. but I like to think he still sneaks in a little bite here and there. You know? <laughs> My secret shame is exposed. My secret shame. <laughs> Go eat some flowers. <laughs> Sneaks into the bathroom to eat them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. The <laughs> Go eat some flowers. And it's like my secret shame. Uh, it's just a nice callback to that. Because they could have left it as just that one scene where it's just like, yeah. that's, that's weird. Yeah. But, uh, no, it was something Bart was, uh, was holding on to. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was ready to, to use that. <laughs> to use that little piece of ammo. Yeah. But he uh, so Bart lives with Burns. Yeah, good. and uh, so they go to uh, Lionel Hutz to get him back. And uh, through somehow in the uh, in the court proceedings, it's determined that Montgomery Burns is Bart's biological father because <laughs> Lionel Hutz is really that good He's of a lawyer. So bad. Too, too busy trying to fix the judge's shoe. Yeah. <laughs> now they'll be ready till Thursday. Yeah, like what? <laughs> How? And they, they do hang a lampshade on it with, you know, we really have to stop hiring him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my thought is, like, that's the only lawyer they can afford. Yeah. Which uh, I think explains it, but they obviously, 
they draw attention to the fact that he's never won them a case, really. Can I just say that as soon as uh, that, that, that screenshot of Lionel's law office came up, I came up, I was like, so happy. Because <laughs> I, I, I had looked back on this and I was like, we haven't seen Phil Hartman for a while. I feel like I haven't gushed about Phil Hartman for, <laughs> for a little while. Well, square one. He's back. Because he was amazing. Yeah. And he's also in the next three episodes. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. So, you know, they got him in for a day. <laughs> and just you do a bunch of episodes today, sure. Exactly. Yeah. Gotta love it. Gotta <laughs> love it when they got Philly in the booth. When Bart was hanging out with Mr. Burns, they had uh, Krusty the Clown deliver a pizza. <laughs> sure did. And I'm going to talk about the thing I talk about every time I come onto this show. What is the Krusty the Clown show? <laughs> <laughs> it's everything and nothing. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> when he put on the old episode that no one would notice, it's the one when the be, Falkland yeah. Islands got invaded. Yeah. Which, if this is a kid's show, who cares? Yeah. He's not going to announce it on the show if it's for children. Well, he pulls he down did. the map of the Falklands and yeah. starts talking about the Falklands. There's, the last time I was on this show was the, uh, um, the catchphrase episode, Bart's uh-huh. catchphrase, yeah. where apparently you know, there's serious like, comedy critics in the audience. And yep. <laughs> <laughs> Woozle wuzzle? Woozle wuzzle. for comedy <laughs> Uh, I mean, Crest of the Clown show is whatever it needs to be in the episode. Yeah. It just, I never really realized answer, it until yeah. now. It's, I guess it's like Springfield. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's malleable. Yeah. Like the geography is, can be whatever. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's essentially a variety show, right? Yeah. But then again, it's also like, if it doesn't have to be, yeah, it's they'll make it what they need it to it's be. It's for kids, but it's also widely regarded by adults. And the thing <laughs> is, I think they, they I'm, I'm pretty sure the Simpsons writers know that because, yeah. like, whenever you see Krusty's show throughout the years, it's always something different. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, 70s Krusty, he had, like, a lava lamp and, like, it was very much like an acid trip talk show. Like, 60s Krusty, it was a black and white. Sit. One guy sits in a chair. Another guy sits <laughs> in a chair, and they discuss nuclear armament. I love that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah that was really great. Classic crusty. Classic crusty. <laughs> yeah. Depends what you mean by crisis. Well, it depends what you mean by crisis, crusty. <laughs> there a labor crisis? Uh, yeah. So. Bart lives with Mr. Burns. Uh, he gets to enjoy a lot of fun things. He drives a car, uh, causes lots of destruction, almost kills a man. Um, <laughs> which, are we to believe that's the same Estonian little oh, person yeah. as the yeah. one they hire later? Yeah, okay. definitely. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. There's no way It's just so weird that, like, he's, yeah. he's an elf in Santa's village, I guess? Yeah, he's an elf in Santa's... He's a working actor, man. Yeah. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> but, there's not many other. There's not many other good. But I, jobs I for assume it's Michael Caine that they got as Homer. Yeah, it's, it, it seemed that way. It seemed at least a caricature of Michael Caine. So, like, why do they get like A-list actors, and then do they have a budget for this? And I really want to get into this. They blew the whole budget on on Michael Caine, and so they had to hire some local guy who works at the Santa's Village. Yeah, I guess Lisa. So. I mean, I buy it. It's just bizarre. 
Greg's shaking his head. It is bizarre. <laughs> okay. Good good contribution. But I do I like agree when, with you <laughs> <laughs> that when the Michael Caine actor says doe and not Co-bo. Duh-o. Duh-o. That sells it for Bart. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. them, all right. <laughs> uh, something I always forget about in this episode is the private investigator. Oh, yeah. Character. The, the deep programmer. Yeah, the deep programmer. Uh, and I'm like, because uh, I'm always like, how do they get Hans Molman again? <laughs> it's because he kidnaps Hans Molman. Mm-hmm. You are not Mr. Burns' son. You are Homer and Marge's son. What you are doing is wrong. <laughs> and so we're so okay. So essentially, deprogrammer implies. Uh, so he thinks that Bart has been brainwashed. So he's trying to unbrainwash him into be you know realizing his, the truth. But obviously, Hans Moleman is not a Simpson. Therefore, arguably, he's brainwashing Hans Moleman. Yeah, yeah. That's how you deprogram someone. He brainwashed them again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you. Um, I'm very unfamiliar with the process. Well, of the two two brainwashings cancel each other out. Is it like the Flintstones thing, where like you bonk your head with a bowling ball and you forget your life, but yeah. then if you bonk it again, you, bonk you get again. your life back. That's yes. exactly right. Okay. Yeah, 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 gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. Might be a different life. Scientific. You get it back. Yeah. yeah. Checks out. Yeah. <laughs> and but Homer keeps hung. Yeah, him. and that always. <laughs> I've always uh, about that that. That recurring joke in this episode, it recurs once. Um, <laughs> I always felt the same recurring? as Marge did. I want that thing out of my house. Get that, why? Why <laughs> did you do this? Get it out of my house. Stop but kissing it. It's, it's, like, it's, it's so sad, though, because it's not even like, hey, this, like we should get this guy back to his real family. It's like, get him out of my... I don't care what happens to him. Get him the fuck out of my house. And he doesn't even, she doesn't even call him a him. No, she calls him a, thing. a thing. Get that thing out of my house. Yeah. But then earlier, she refers to him by his full name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she That's knows Hans who he is. She's, she's clearly aware that this is a citizen of Springfield. <laughs> who that she, who's, she's seen many, many times. times to know his full name... And yet she has no regard for his personal being and just wants him out of their life. Correct. It's very sad. It is. Yeah. Yeah. He's a tragic character. Bart soon learns that uh, money can't buy you love or happiness or Millhouse. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And in, uh, in a very interesting scene that has one of my uh, favorite little lines in it, uh, where's the train go? I don't know, but it won't be back for three hours and 40 minutes. One time it had snow on it. Uh, that's just like, I love how that just, just serves to underscore just how vast Mr. Burns' uh, fortune is. He can just make a train to nowhere. He has yeah, a bottomless pit. Yeah, you can argue several. that he made... He- Built this train for Bart, yeah. right? Because like, it's why not would like, he have a room like that a, in his I house? Have, yeah, I don't have a toy room. I did this all for Bart. Yeah. So yeah, he built this train and made it have a giant route, like three hour and forty five minute route. It could just go around the state. That'd be fine. Yep. But for some reason, he chose to make it go. And you who only knows see where. it there. Yep. <laughs> What a weird guy. You know what trope of wealth I've always wanted to see parodied in a show? No, James, what? I want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> you know how like Stru- Scrooge McDuck like swims in his money? Sure. People swim in their money in cartoons. Yeah. Uh, I've always wanted to see a live action version where someone just tries to dive and like breaks their face mm-hmm. on their coins. <laughs> Have you seen the realistic DuckTales opening oh. with, yeah, from College Humor? 
I think I've seen that. Oh, yeah. no. I have not. Yeah, it's that. It's, oh, really? Yeah. That. <laughs> um, Scrooge McDuck tries to do like a cannonball or a dive yeah. into his big pool of money, breaks his neck <laughs> on the top of it, dies. The Huey, Dewey, and Louie go to an orphanage. Then they become criminals and they go to a duck jail. Oh. <laughs> it's a duck, <laughs> duck jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, if you want to check it out, it's a really old college humor yeah, animated okay, the, pit. The thing I wanted exists. Yeah, it does. <laughs> great. I mean, it's still animated. Okay, right? great. That's but fine. but I mean, like it's probably as close as you'll get. So sure. Yeah, you should you should check that out. It'll uh, it'll scratch an itch for you. Great. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> Isn't it great when things you wish exist already do? Yeah, that's the internet. It. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> you were talking about well, like we were talking earlier, like would our lives be better without the internet? No. <laughs> it's like, well, I really want to see Better? my dinner with Andre Different. acted out with stop motion Lego. Google. Yeah, <laughs> no, probably exists. Yeah. Hey, look, somebody did this. <laughs> it's brilliant. Actually, I'm going to YouTube that after we do this and see if it actually exists <laughs> and if it doesn't, I'm making it. Nice. <laughs> the whole movie? Glib remark. <laughs> bon mo. <laughs> Trench and insight. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Bart soon realizes that uh, being rich can lead to an, a feeling of emptiness inside. Um, when uh, Milhouse uh, leaves and Burns says, I'll be your school chum. <laughs> yeah. They and play football. They and play they football. Itchy and scratchy. And watch Itchy and scratchy. And they both, it both ends rather oddly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he realizes quickly, no, Mr. Burns, you cannot be my schoolyard chum. Yeah, you can't be my dad. You can't be my mom. No. can't be my sister. Watching You're... Burns kick Smithers in the face <laughs> was so funny. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> this is great. This is, yeah. Yeah, this is wow. great. <laughs> the fact that he runs... Loses breath <laughs> and then slowly gets to the ball and then kicks very hard <laughs> right in Smithers' face and he falls over the ball and then Bart is just like, "What? <laughs> what just happened?" <laughs> Some excellent animation. Yeah, it's very yeah, good. Right there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, when they watch Itchy and Scratchy, uh, Mr. Burns maybe enjoys it a, a little, little too, too much. much. Yeah. yeah, it's a little like uncomfortable. a hog. <laughs> <laughs> this is delightful. Yeah, and that's when he shows Bart. He, he, well, he says he, he wants to go home, that's and so he's he, like, "Oh yeah. no, your family doesn't even want you anymore." He does like that's maybe the most evil thing. Well, he has a, he has a ready like he yeah. he's planned this yeah, ahead of time. Like at some point, this little boy is going to want to go home. I need to make sure he doesn't want to go yeah. home. And the way and like it's it's actually very diabolical, you know, like knowing very. that it's. By by making it seem like your family doesn't want you home anymore is the best way to keep you here. To this point, I think this might be the most evil thing Burns has done in the series. Has he tried to block out the sign? No, yet? not yet. Oh, he hasn't yeah. tried to shoot Spoiler a child. Spoiler alert. Yet. No, he hasn't tried to no. shoot a child yet. That's in the Flying Hellfish. Yeah. <laughs> he has stolen candy from a baby, which is not that terrible. I don't know. He was bested by an infant, though. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even succeed. Yeah. <laughs> hard to hate him too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I truly think this is where he kind of descends into... Cartoon supervillainy? Cartoon supervillainy, yeah. Which he will multiple times mm-hmm. before Smithers finally decides enough is enough. Um, Have we seen 
Mr. Burns's soft side of the teddy bear episode yet? Yep. Yeah. yeah. That was yep. early in uh, this season. He probably already lost the bear at this point. Yeah, Again. we can assume as yeah. much. Yeah. Um, so Bart decides that he's going to call Burns' dad now. Yeah, he kind of reluctantly falls into the role. Bart yeah. Burns gives him a suit that will develop a mighty hump. Yeah. And, uh, and he says, almost, let's go fire some people. Almost immediately, he puts Bart's loyalty to the test, mm-hmm. which is like... Kind of weird, yeah. Yeah, like, why would you do that immediately? Why would you even, like, give the boy a little bit mm-hmm. to overcome this? Yeah. Right? Uh, but before that, we have an awesome little bit with Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good worker guy. guy. <laughs> You're fired. But I didn't say. You will. E- <laughs> And uh, immediately Bart is put to the test and needs to fire his father by uh, sending him down the death chute. I just want to say real quick, uh, the Lenny joke. I didn't get it as a kid because I thought Burns was saying, oh, well. So that he was just being an asshole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, like, I'm a good work guy. You're fired. I didn't say E. I don't care. Fuck you. <laughs> Either one makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah. And uh, But it wasn't until later that I realized he's saying, you will, implying his screams of E are what disqualify him in a weird Nost- uh, Nostradamus-esque. Did you just get that? I just got there that go. just yeah. now. No, yeah. it's, it's, I, I think it's, it's subtle enough that it's hard to pick up on uh, just by listening. Just because the way he says, you will, mm-hmm. like I said, it kind of sounds like, oh, well. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But yeah, uh, Homer comes in and uh, was a trail of donuts. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because apparently he can't just say, you know, Homer report to Mr. Burns' office. He's got to do something he's diabolical. does a little trail yeah. of donuts. Yeah. I don't think he was... The flowers like, joke. I, the thing is, I don't think he was specifically... It was specifically set out for Homer. I think it was specifically mm-hmm. set out for any employee that followed the trail of donuts, right? Uh, but be, I think if you looked at the... Looked well, in the comp- they searched in the computer who would search for donuts. It's Homer was the only name that would pop up. I, I guarantee in the, in the nuclear power plant in Springfield <laughs> that that's not true. I don't know. Right? I haven't seen and, any well, evidence And what I mean it. by that is like, because Burns says like, oh, what a happy coincidence, right? Because he yeah, actually it, genuinely seems surprised. That no, I disagree. I think he's, he's, he's like, oh, well, what a, what, what oh, a coincidence. Okay. Like, look, it's your father. You have to fire him. Oh, who, how could this have happened? I think he's feigning, sure. feigning surprise because he wants Bart to, like you said, I think he's legit putting his loyalty to the test. I don't think this is an accident. I think he's like... This is the final. This is the final nail in the coffin right. to make sure Bart stays mine. Is right. by basically murdering his father. <laughs> yep. It, uh, it's good that Homer still has a job because Mr. Burns never remembers who he is. So, no, it's the that perfect. Comes in handy. He has the he has, <laughs> he has the perfect job. Yeah. yeah. And because he has job security for life. Simpson, eh? <laughs> New man. <laughs> Every uh, major event in your life is revolved, revolved around him in some way. <laughs> uh, so Bart obviously doesn't fire his dad. He instead fires Burns, mm-hmm. and he falls down the chute. Followed by Smithers. <laughs> Followed by Smithers. <laughs> Try to land on Leonard's carcass. <laughs> yep. And uh, they go home, and they're a happy family once again. Yes, they are. Plus Hans Molman. Plus little peanut. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> just just gross, you guys. Just real gross. Uh, what's what I think is kind of bizarre, I don't I don't know if there's a solution, but what's kind of bizarre about the ending is I guess at no point because Bart's reason for staying with him as they establish is that he thinks his family doesn't want him anymore, right? Yeah. So uh I buy that he has the sudden change of heart 
uh, maybe not sudden, but the change of heart to not basically fire his father, right? Like, he's like, I still care for you and that kind of thing. But what's weird is that then they have the moment afterwards where it's like, oh, no, that wasn't us. It was like, so before that point, Bart still assumed they all said these awful things about him. Yeah, that just proves how much he loves his family. No, of course. Yeah, I just think it's bizarre that <laughs> that he never asks about it until that point. Oh, and he doesn't bring it up. Yeah, they're like, oh, no, that, w- that was actors. I think that kind of... And they also knew, like, they knew about it, and at no point did they try and, like, get in touch with Bart. Like, (laughs) like the the things you're seeing aren't true. Like, like, the actors have hung out with us. For two weeks. And they didn't, they they weren't like, no, get away from me. Don't try and dupe my son. Even Lisa was like, oh, yeah, teach me about your native Estonia. she's like, she's very interested. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a weird little thing that's obviously not intended to be delved into this deeply, but but that's what we do. To that point, I think... ruin what we love. One... (laughs) (laughs) One problem I had with this episode that I've been very impressed by in previous Simpsons episodes is that they have they have very good emotional logic, like A to B. And this one, I feel like they were sacrificing the emotional logic of the narrative to be funnier and more diabolical. It's true, yeah. I think that the, the whole story could have worked fine without that uh, fake family plot, I guess, as, as, as it were. Yeah. Like, Bart could just, you know on his own, decide, I'd like to stay here with Mr. Burns because it's fun and start to develop a bit of weariness or just realize Mr. Burns isn't that all that happy. And then the moment when he sees Homer, he's like, you know, this is the man I want to be like, even as flaws and all, you know, rather than it be like, oh, I guess they don't want me, so I'll stay here reluctantly. But yeah, they, they play the fake family like an absurd uh, throwaway gag, but mm-hmm. it's it's essential to the plot it's of the a, yeah, episode. It's a key moment for Bart. Yeah, where he decides to stay with Burns and say, "I guess you're my dad now." So I don't yeah. know. It's I, I it's actually, very funny. I, I agree with you, James. It it's the it's the part of the episode where I'm like, "Oh, this is why this isn't a standout episode." Yeah, in my mind, because I I kept I kept wondering why, like why I've why when you when you told me about this. Like when you said, oh, our next episode will be why I wasn't like, oh, I'm really excited about that. <laughs> I'm, but I'm not. I'm not. Right. And it's like, what's the thing that's sticking out in my brain about that that makes me uneasy about it? And it is that joke. It's that. Because it doesn't like, it never sat well with me. It always felt uh, too evil and too, evil and too played for laughs. Yeah. And too... Yeah. It, Discredits Bart's intelligence a bit too much. Little, um, <laughs> for the sakes of like it's sake of funny. funny, yeah, it's because it is funny where he's it like, is. ah, maybe it's just my imagination. Something feels off because Homer says "bo," yeah, and yeah. like that's funny, but mm-hmm. it's also like I'm not saying the joke. I give more credit work. to Bart where yeah. he would be like, wait, my dad doesn't say "bo," like he yeah. would bring it up immediately. Yeah. The joke lands, but it lands at the expense of maybe any sort of emotion they're really trying to inject in the episode. Yeah, you're you're I, right. I, it pr- it, like that's that's a great way to put it. It betrays the emotional logic, yeah. which is essential to most great Simpsons episodes. Um, this one's just plain out funny. They kind of just went yeah. for the for the for the laughs because it's kind of a dark subject, right? Yeah, because like, at the heart of it, it's about Bart abandoning his family mm-hmm. and being taken away. I'm in a the court su- system, too. True. I'm a little surprised that they didn't uh, give some softness to Burns at all. Yeah, he's just... Comp- he's a being he's of pure malevolence yeah. in this. Yeah. 
there's like, I mean, you could argue like in the beginning, there's a bit of softness where he's just like, you know, I, I'm going to die and I have no one to leave my legacy. Right. But it never pays off in any meaningful way. It's just like a jumping off point for the plot more than right. anything, you know? Yeah. But he's not, it's not, because like, you could argue that like they could jump this plot off in a different way where he, he is pure evil, where he's just like, just like, you know what? I need to find someone to, to uh, mold in my image kind of thing. Like a pure greed thing in a sense, right? Versus like a, a, a introspective, what is my life kind of kind of moment, but uh, then he just goes full burns and it's a little too bad. Yep, yep. Reference desk. There's a bunch. Uh, THX makes a makes an appearance. Um, <laughs> Mr. Burns sings. Which, uh, by the way, I just want to point out that uh, uh, image. Of you know people's heads exploding and stuff. Yeah. Uh, THX liked it so much they used it as an actual THX uh, ad in movie theaters for a while. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I would I would see that. Yeah, deep deep noise is that what it's called? What is it? Deep called? note. Deep note. That's yeah. Deep the, note. Uh, <laughs> let's all go to the lobby. Um, Lee Majors from the Six Million Dollar Man. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never seen that show. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, I, I do like, yeah, that's, <laughs> you've graduated from the most expensive and therefore best school. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sliver, of course. Check this out. That's the, that's the poster for it. That it is looks erotic. Sexy. It is, yeah, sexy and erotic. Oh, Tom Berenger's in it, too. Now I get why it's called Sliver, because, like, you see a sliver of... Something erotic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From like a doorway. Oh, or you sleep more than a sliver. Oh, boy. <laughs> he slivs her all right. Oh, oh no. God. Damn it. <laughs> Dude. Uh, oh. Taxi driver, of course. Yes. Yeah. Are you talking to me? Um, cut for syndication, I believe. That, really? Yeah. They That's just so cut, they go right to Homer Eaton Flowers. Uh, Charles Dickens, A Christmas Carol. <laughs> Why it's Christmas Day. Oh, my God. Okay. So is that just a. Insane child wandering the must estate be. because yeah. it's clearly not Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, must be. Otherwise, this is a this is a Christmas episode. Yeah, well, they do. He does drive through Santa's village. Yeah, that's true. So you could, you could oh. argue secret Christmas episode. Secret Christmas episode <laughs> where the family doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah, I didn't even. But it's that not together. snowing for some reason. Yeah, but it's just it's such a weird. Like I know it's uh, it's one of those things where it's clearly just a reference. But I love thinking about in the world what that actually means. <laughs> like, yeah. who is this child? Why today's Christmas Day? Now shut up, <laughs> talking to that kid. Like on its own, it's just absurd. But then there's two of them, and that really yeah. that means something. <laughs> Release the hounds. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, apparently the in their the room where uh, Hans Molman is deprogrammed. Uh, is the room number one hundred one? Oh, that's right. Yeah, from from nineteen eighty four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, they, but they do the other thing in there, right? It's the brainwashing room, right? I, well, am I right? I, I think I haven't seen. I it. I think so. Sounds right. Yeah, they brainwash Hans Molman too. Yeah, could argue. Um, <coughs> and there's a, of course, there's the deleted scene, which I remember constantly is actually being part of the episode. But we'll mention that when we actually see it. Yeah. So never mind. In the uh, 138th episode, spectacular. Correct. And uh, apparently the shot of Burns standing in a grassy field when he's like, hello, at the movie theaters, um, right before the let's go to the lobby yeah. bit. 
Apparently that's a reference to a promotional shot with Robin Williams for the movie Toys. Have you seen that movie? I, I just have. saw it two days ago. Really? It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. I was a child. Yeah. And my mom rented it. Yeah. Because it was like, Robin it's, Williams. Oh, Robin Williams, Toys. Toys. What that could go wrong? to so many kids, I think. Because <laughs> yeah. I saw it in second grade. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, for the longest yeah. time, was like, why haven't I seen this movie yet? Looks it's delightful. directed by Barry Levinson or Barry Sonnenfeld? Uh, Barry Levinson. Barry Levinson. Yeah. There's a whole there's there's a how did this get made about it? That's the reason yeah. I watch it. And yeah, they talk about that and how Barry Levinson was coming off of, you know, like Rain, Rain Man. Man and <laughs> I think Good Morning Vietnam as well. Did he do that one? Yeah. Yeah. Huge so, movie. So it was like it's like you can do whatever you want. And apparently this was a script he was working on for ten years. And Isn't that a bummer? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's like it was like his passion project. Yeah, that's what happens, right? Yeah. It's very sad. Don't put passion into anything, kids. <laughs> Joan Cusack, LL Cool J. The important thing is, never try. Robin Wright. Is she in that? Yeah. She's she's the one that Robin I, Williams has sex with. Oh, great. I just remember <laughs> being completely put off. Michael Gambon is the bad guy. Oh, of course he is. Yeah. I'm kind of interested to see this movie again. I don't remember anything about it, but there's like a floating rub, like there's a rubber duck yeah. that uh, is evil. Yeah, uh, well, video games are evil. Well, because Michael Gambon is essentially uh, so the. <laughs> I don't want to get too de- too deep into this, but Michael Gambon is brother of the toy conglomerate, basically Willy Wonka for toys. And the the guy dies, and the son is Robin Williams. So this is his uncle and the son, and they both want the company. Robin Williams because he wants to make fun toys, and other guy Michael Gambon because he wants to militarize the toys and make them weapons. That's a terrible idea. So they both kind of like take over. <laughs> right the, out the gate, yeah. it's just a bad idea for a movie. <laughs> they both take over the studio, and then there's like this like war of toys at the end where it's fun toys versus military toys. It's really bad. Yeah, that's horrible. Joan Cusack's a robot. Spoilers. Ugh. <laughs> I did remember that part. It's so it's so so nonsensical. Like she's just a character throughout the movie that's like his sister is what she's said. And she asks for like applesauce sandwiches and like she's just weird. And at the end it's like, oh yeah, by the way, she's a robot, and everyone knew this. Like it's not a surprise to anyone but the audience. So it's just so weird. Anyway, uh <laughs> let's get back on track. Uh any other uh, references that you spotted slash can suss out? Um no. All right. Uh, so, favorite joke? Let's make this sporting, Leonard. <laughs> uh, I love how he's very quick to just agree. He's like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> like, like, there's never like, oh, what? No, don't don't fire me. What's going on? Because he knows Burns well enough hmm. to know, like, okay, I got to just play yeah. along. Uh, okay. Uh, I am a good work guy. guy. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that was that. I, I think I what just, he was tr- what he was gonna say before he realized it had e. Like, I'm a good worker. Oh no, hold on, work guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just think the the opening line is ah, let's make this sporting, yeah. Leonard. It's so funny to me. <laughs> just this time, it was like just a very small thing, but it was great. Yeah. How does Lenny get his job back? Uh, I think he has to get reincarnated. Hmm. Or brought back to life by some necromancy. Or something. Do you think maybe because he saved Burns' life by Burns? Oh yeah, on his probably. Carcass? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mm. Solved it. I like the Orange Julius bit. That's <laughs> my favorite part. <laughs> great, great bit. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly can't drink or see Orange Julius in my life without thinking of that. <laughs> 
And in fact, I'm pretty sure every time since seeing this episode as a child that I've had an Orange Julius and been drinking it in some fashion, I've offered people, I always try and offer someone, I will sell this, sell you this one, it's almost full. (laughs) (laughs) And 90% of the time, they'll be like, no. (laughs) They won't do the appropriate response. I just go drink out of a toilet. Yeah. So, anyway. By the way, every time I see Frosted Flakes, I think of your Frosted Flakes story, because it's my favorite story I've ever heard. Which, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I almost forgot about that. That was, yeah. So good. (laughs) Do you know the Frosted Flakes story? You should probably tell it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, the Calgary Underground Film Festival does a uh, all-you-can-eat cereal party every year, where they basically have a whole bunch of, like, breakfast cereal, and uh, they have, like, cartoons playing at the Globe. So, like, a Saturday morning cartoons. And you don't gotcha. know which ones are going to be. It's just, like, a mishmash. So, it's, like, I've seen some weird ones, like uh-huh. Jackson 5. and, um, But, uh, so, they have all these cereals that you can eat while you're watching. And the one year I went, they had, like, some people dressed up in the cereal mascots. So, like, Tony the Tiger, uh, Toucan Sam, Trix Rabbit. And they're wandering around. They're, you know, uh, just, like, talking to the guests and stuff. And um, so, Tony the Tiger... <laughs> Uh, the person dresses Tony the Tiger is talking to someone ahead of me in line, uh, like at the cereal bar or whatever, and uh, they're eating like some Frosted Flakes. And the Tony the Tiger is like, "Oh, how is the cereal?" And uh, and and they're like, "Oh, it's great." And he's like, "Okay, awesome," and like keeps walking and like walks past me and like the moment of realization in his brain where he like realizes that was his opportunity, <laughs> and he goes, oh, "Great." Great, great. Like, <laughs> mumbles to himself what he should have said, and I just burst out laughing because I think I, I felt like I was the only one who witnessed the entire exchange. It's like you are. He walks away. It's like, like you idiot. idiot. God, you this idiot. This is what I trained for. That was your moment, Tony. <laughs> you had him in the crosshairs. Why oh. can't you just close the deal? <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, it's like <laughs> they're great. Oh, awesome! F- <laughs> Shit. And then he goes back. Can you say that again, please? <laughs> Get out of here! No, Get away from me! Gets based. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So that's uh, Frosted Flakes story. <laughs> that's great. That's great. I like that. Um, uh, so my favorite joke, very quick, is I mentioned it, but. All the ways Smithers gets hurt in the episode. <laughs> Just every time it happened, it made me laugh so much. So From Burns uh-huh. choking him to him kick yep. it, getting kicked in the face. Uh, the rock thrown right at his head. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> lots of lots of Smithers pratfalls. It's great. It's like the idea that he gets hit by this rock... And he makes an initial sound of pain and then is just passed out because he doesn't go like, uh, oh, oh, God, oh, no. Like, he's just, uh, and that's it. Ooh, I like him a lot. Oh, I like him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that about does it. Uh, any final thoughts on the episode, fellas? Uh, I'm glad you brought up the uh, that, that joke earlier. That was, that was, that pretty much covered it for me. Hmm. So, No. I got nothing. How about you? Yeah, okay, uh, Simps episode. I think it's very funny. It's Yeah, I think that's the key yeah. thing I drew this time around, is that it's a very funny episode. It's a, yeah, it's a very, very good episode. And the it's plot just... is, is passable, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it works. <laughs> um, it's a good delivery that's system two in a row, jokes. really. Bart's, <laughs> like, Bart gets an elephant and burns his air? Just like... Yeah, I'd rank this one over Bart gets an elephant. I would, too. Yeah. 
Um, I find the jokes in this one a lot funnier than the yeah. the ones in the elephant, and I think the plot is a bit more uh, complex it's, it's, this time yeah, around this compared one's a bit to the more last real. One. They don't go into it enough to make it like a because they could make it a like this a they, very special episode. A very special episode, <laughs> yeah. But you don't want to do that with Mister Burns because. He's too funny. He's pure evil. Yeah, he's just too funny, right? Mm. If you do that with Mr. Burns, there's hard to, it's hard to come back from that, yeah. right? You get into, like, uh, One Tree Hill villain-esque territory where it gets melodramatic. That's it's not a reference. Yeah, it's lost on me. You guys should watch One Tree Hill. <laughs> I don't know. I will not. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I watched the uh, first two episodes again because I've seen the first five seasons. Oh, boy. Um, there's five There's more seasons? than five there's seasons? There's nine. What? Hold on. No. Wait, what? Yeah, there's nine seasons. One Tree Hill. Yeah, yeah. The WB show. With CW. Chad Michael, CW, sorry. Yeah. With Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. Is he in all the seasons? Of course not. No, he got uh, too big. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and graduated from that show. Where to do he, Agent Carter, great obviously. Films. What is he oh, from? Oh, right. What? I know that name. What is he from? Chad Michael Murray? Yeah. A Aside Cinderella from story. One Tree Hill. Aside from One Tree. A Cinderella He's, story? Yeah, yeah, with uh, Lindsay Duff. Oh, that might be Hillary. it. Hillary. Hillary. No, Lindsay Lind- Duff is right. They're Lindsay the same Duff, person. Hillary Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> Molly Rigworb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That, uh, that's a thing. Great. I don't know what happened. One Tree Hill really threw us off the rails. But you guys should check it out. I won't. It's, uh, it's like... Well, it's got nine seasons. I'm not going to watch no, it. I it's mean, like when people th- say you should watch Gilmore Girls. I'm like, no, it's like seven seasons. It's, five. it's not... It's five seasons. Still too many for me to get into it's now. Five seasons plus Gilmore Girls is a year in the life. And I hate I hear it. It's terrible. <laughs> sure, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? It's a CW show. <laughs> uh, You're missing the point. You should watch it. <laughs> You're missing the point. You should watch. You should watch One Tree Hill. What I'm saying is you because you really should watch trash. Hilariously <laughs> bad. And and like. I watched it recently again with Catherine, and we were laughing our brains out. Oh, sure. In that situation, that's like you know, bad movies. I, I would love to watch bad movies with friends. But I'm not going to watch this, five guy, seasons of it. I'm not going to watch g- One Tree Hill by myself okay, at home. I watched One Tree Hill by myself at home for five years. Yeah, well, you okay. had a different life than I me, I watched Greg. it weekly as it aired. Ugh. I was very, very enraptured with the stories of the Scott brothers. What do uh, One Tree Hill fans call themselves? Treelies? <laughs> Hillers. <laughs> Not to be confused with the fans of the goalie. Oh, I get it. No, that's why we call ourselves Treelies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Treelies. So there's no crossover. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Moving on. What's our next episode, Alan? I'm sorry, did you just call me a liar? No, I said Alan. Oh. I didn't hear a well, liar. Well, that's much worse. <laughs> <laughs> you missed it. No, I. I, <laughs> I was trying to do something. Whiff. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Our next episode, as I was trying to reference, is Sweet Seymour Skinner's badass song, which is the hundredth episode. Oh my god! Of are we already the Simpsons. There? It's the hundredth episode spectacular. We will be celebrating by doing nothing. Oh. I might wear a party hat. Ugh. I can get one of those little party favors. <laughs> Yeah, that's the sound. That's <laughs> what happens when James it goes a impotent. Duck, uh, <laughs> yeah, noisemaker. I'm, I'm gonna bring my my duck whistle. 
I'm not even on the show, but you'll yeah. be able to hear me upstairs. He'll uh, just be in the background. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, we ask him to leave. He guys, doesn't. you have anything to plug? No. Uh, this summer, A Song of Bucephalus, a new play written by myself and Jeremy Park, will premiere at the Calgary, Edmonton, and Regina Fringe Festivals. I've seen it. Did you like it? <laughs> James, no. <laughs> he so, said he saw it and he was silent. That means don't ask further shit, questions. No. Uh, no, I laughed my ass off. It was great. Great. great my ass off. Oh, yeah. This is uh, very relevant to the play. You'll get it if we yeah. sh- when you see the play. Butt humor. Like, yeah. a- like Asimov? Yeah. Like Isaac Asimov? Yeah, like the three laws of robotics. Gotcha. Mm. Uh, oh, also, uh, if you're in Calgary and you want and you're a film fan... Uh, James and I are hosting a monthly trivia night. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Bacon, Six Degrees of Movie Trivia at Dickens Pub. Our next event will be Wednesday, April 19th at 7 p.m. Yeah. Come on out. Get crushed by the Friendship Troopers. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Greg, what's a movie you've never seen? What's a movie I've never seen? Yeah. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Okay. We're going to do a birds round. That was, what? Don't tell him. (laughs) Now he's going to watch it. Watch the birds. <laughs> uh, definitely haven't seen Barry Lyndon. Okay, good. Uh, he's lying to us now. Wait a minute. <laughs> I've never seen Heat. <laughs> he has all these opinions about lighting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, anything else, gentlemen? Nope. Um, no, I'm good. Thanks Great. for having me on. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for coming, James. Yeah, thanks for coming, James. Oh, thanks. Always a pleasure to have yeah, you. Yeah, good. yeah All so right. it's a lot of fun. And uh, we will see you next time with uh, Sweet Seymour Skinner's Badass Song, our hundredth, the hundredth episode, not our hundredth episode. Um, but we're on this side of 100. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, we are. And uh, uh, you can reach us at uh, the Hammock District on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. And you can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. Do you follow people on Facebook? Sure do. Okay. I just mixed it up in my brain there, but you can do both. But definitely follow us on Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod. And uh, you can listen to us on SoundCloud or on iTunes or any other podcast fetching device. And that about does it here for us. We are the Two Bad Neighbors. Thanks for listening, everybody. Keep watching the ski. Bye.